and welcome to the Around the Table podcast with pastors Matt Smith and Nick Decker. This podcast is all about the ministry and preaching of Lebanon Baptist Church in Greensboro, North Carolina. The goal is to help you grow in your faith and spiritual walk with the Lord every single day of your life. To learn more about Lebanon Baptist Church, visit lbcnow.org. And now your hosts, Matt Smith and Nick Decker. Hey everybody, Pastor Nick here at Around the Table. Thank you so much for joining us. I am the pastor of Family and Outreach, and I'm joined with our lead pastor, Matt Smith. We got a real good show today. Real good, real good show. I've been wanting to say that for a while because I watch another podcast and these guys always say that. They say we got a real good show. So that was my, I did it once. We'll you s- did it once. Let's see if it gets better next week. <laughs> real good show. We hey, got a real good show. Yeah. And, and uh, as always, you know, we, we do these around the table podcasts um, for the purpose of the goal of these really is to help you grow in your faith and walk with the Lord every single day day of the week. That's why we do it. That's right. And it's not just on Sunday morning that you can hear this. This is why we provide it throughout the week. Hey, last week was an excellent episode. If you have not gotten a chance to listen to that, I've heard so many good things, probably because I wasn't on the podcast. I'm sure that was it. That's most of the reason. So usually the viewership and hearership goes down. I don't know. But we interviewed, Pastor Matt interviewed Gretchen Cross, who has been a member here for a couple years, but has also been involved for several years uh, about uh, just some disappointment um, in her life throughout Christmas. And so it's even, you know, applicable to your life, not just around Christmas time. So let me encourage you to listen to that if you haven't. We'll link it in the show notes uh, so you can go back and listen to it. It's about 43 minutes long, I believe, or 38 minutes, something like that. A little longer than what we usually like, but uh, or usually do, but I think it's worth it. Hey, next week we have Sean Trollinger, is our interim student pastor at this time, doing an excellent job. Uh, he's been on staff now uh, for a couple months, uh, started as an intern, and so we're going to interview him, get to know him a little better, also allow you as the listener and watcher to get to know him better as well. Uh, look at his life and ministry uh, here at Lebanon and, and maybe some future plans he has uh, with the youth ministry. I think he has some great things coming up and wants to share that. Upward basketball and cheerleading starts next week. Next week. Wow. I know. I can't even believe it's that uh, close. But we're going forward. We have, uh, last I checked, we have over 250 uh players in the league. Wow. So uh, we're excited about that, looking forward to that. So be in prayer about that. We also have a couple other things coming up. I know uh, Pastor Matt may have some stuff to say, but on January 24th, I want to just give a little plug here for a few things coming up. On January 24th, we have what we call our Vision Sunday for 2021. So Sunday night at 6 p.m., we're going to come together here in the worship center at the church. We're also going to live stream it, and Pastor Matt and I are going to share our vision are, are really our desires, our goals for 2021. And so it's going to be a big Sunday night. It'll take about an hour. We're going to sit there and just share with you uh, about what we think and what we believe God is leading us to do uh, in 2021. So January 24th at 6 p.m. Goal number one, be better than 2020. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's not going to be hard. Hoping, hoping to have a better year than 2020. Yes. I heard a pastor say today, I think I saw it on Twitter. He said, hey, pastors, it's probably not good to share your vision for 2021 this upcoming Sunday, because that's probably what happened last year, and that vision fell apart. So we probably, will, we're going to wait a couple of weeks to share what we think our goals are for 2021 as a church, and we want to get you excited about that. So plan for January 24th. We're also going to do our, and announce that night, our Pray for a Player. We did this last year. 
for Upward. We have around, last I checked, 60% of the players involved in our league, both cheerleaders and basketball players, uh, are unchurched. In other words, they didn't tell us that they went to church anywhere. So we're assuming they're unchurched. And so uh, a large outreach opportunity there. And what we do every year is we ask our church members to adopt a player. And what you do for the whole season is pray for that player. You invest a little time, a little money, five, ten dollars in a gift card, something like that. You're sending an email, you're sending a text to the parents, just let them know you're playing, or excuse me, praying for them. And then we have an Upward Sunday. This year, Upward Sunday's in March, so we ask those people that adopt the player to invite them to church. And so it's a great outreach opportunity, uh, and we only kind of focus on those without a church. And so be looking for that. Also, we'll announce that on January 24th. Did you have anything you wanted to add there? No, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited about uh, Upward this season. I know it's challenging. A lot of hard work has gone into that. But we'll we'll be talking more about that uh, as we get a little closer. But I'm really excited about that and the opportunity. And last year, I just say, last year we saw really good uh, fruit and results, good responses from the Pray for a Player and uh, those in our church being intentional about uh, seeking out uh, the one or two or three players that they were praying for in their families and 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 connecting with them. We heard a lot of great uh, feedback from that. I'll never forget um, one of the ladies uh, um, who had uh, two two boys on my team, and she came up to me one day and said, um, you know, who is so-and-so? And she mentioned a lady in our church, and, and I said, well, this is the lady who goes to our church. She said she emailed me just to tell me she was you know, uh, praying for me. And uh, she said, I, that was so meaningful. And, and then she came to church. Um, she invited her to church. The lady came, brought her, her kids to church. First time, she said, I'll, the lady in our church said, I'll meet you, you know, same age, said, I'll meet you at the, at the door. Met her at the door, sat with her. And, and it was just it, that, that one story alone, and we could tell many like oh, that, yeah. but that one alone was, was a, just a great uh, example of what yeah. can be done through personal invitations, prayer, love, and uh, just be in there. Yeah, yeah, and we'll share some more stories like that over the coming weeks to get our people excited about that. So be looking looking for that. That's a great story. Hey, we won't spend any more time on promotional matters because we want to jump into the sermon from this past Sunday. And uh, if you didn't listen to it yet, we'll link the uh, sermon there so you can watch that or listen to it. But you started a series called Habits or Habit. Habits. Habits. Plural. Habits, plural. Not just one habit. I'm interested in knowing, before we jump into this series, maybe uh, spend some time telling us the backstory about it. So uh, answer, you know, why are you doing habits, where did it come from, and what it is about. All right, so we're calling the series Habits, and we're going to look at six habits, okay? We're going to focus on spiritual habits, and I'm using the word habits as an acronym to outline these spiritual regular habits everyday kind of spiritual practices that will change your life. And so we talked about the H. We talked about the first one this past Sunday, and we kind of kicked off the series at the end of this year, which is different, but we know everything's not going to magically be better. You know, first Sunday of 2021, it's not like 2020 and all that's totally over. So uh, just kind of in recognition of that, we started this series um, at the end of 2020. And so we'll carry it into next year. It'll be six weeks um, and the, the acronym uh, habits. And so we'll go through that. I'm not going to give the meaning of each point yet. You'll have to come. You have to come to the series. Or, or watch online. Or watch online. Or watch it later. 
Yep. But he's not going to give it away here. Or just, you know, watch these around the tables and get the two-minute recaps. <laughs> there you go. Your kid do that. But don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but uh, we're going to go through that. Uh, but really the idea uh, for it, I'm sure it was not my own. I've had uh, this kind of tucked away in a file for several years now. Uh, it was in one of these files, kind of old, and I'm just kind of reviewing back through stuff. I, when I, I come across things and I think, oh, man, that was that's really helpful to me or it may be helpful to others, I write stuff down. I throw it in a file. I'm... I know I'm I'm young, you know, I'm real young, 35 year old. Yeah. But I'm old in that way that I keep like yeah. hard copies of things. So I just kind of pulled, I didn't even know those existed. Yeah, you know, it was like a file, like a folder. Like a folder. Yeah. So I pulled out a folder, out, like okay. actually out of a desk drawer. You know, yeah, my desk has drawers. Yours does. No, I don't. I don't believe in drawers. Yeah, yeah I don't so, need them. Yeah. So I pulled out uh, the file and uh, was just looking through some of the stuff, and I just I don't know. I just felt like. Um, coming to the end of this year, I'm thinking about 2020. I'm thinking about bad habits, and I, I'm like, I, I really want 2021 to be better. Yeah. You know, next yeah. year, I want to be better next year. Yeah. And so, all right, so I just kind of came across this. I'm sure it wasn't my idea. I probably came across it somewhere a few years ago and filed it away and, and said, hey, let's, I'm going to work on that series yeah. and kind of develop that. So that's where it came from. I think it's very timely. I was listening to, wrote this down, I was listening to Craig Rochelle, who's a pastor at Life Church. Uh, on the uh, West Coast or out there in the West part of the United States. And he was saying how COVID has intensified whatever habits you have created. So in other words, if you've created bad habits, all right, COVID has literally just intensified those bad habits. So they've just sped them up. But if you created good habits, it's probably likely that those have intensified as well in, in, in a good way. And so I think it's very timely to talk about uh, habits during this time. Sadly, though, many of us, and maybe I'm making a faulty generalization here, but I know for my own life, uh, we have developed bad habits during this time, yep. and we are, have already had bad habits that have just intensified during this time as well. Um, and you mentioned a couple of those. You said, uh, for instance, you said, hey, some people, I think you posted a Facebook post, is that, and you asked people what habits have you created. Uh, some people said, hey, I just stopped going to church. I stopped listening. I stopped going to church. In fact, I just read a statistic the other day that uh, they said one out of five Christians today, five Christians today, one out of five are going to church. It, it used to be four out of five. Now it's one out of five. Okay, and that that includes both live stream and going in person. So stop going to church. And then some said, hey, I don't even pay attention during your live stream. Like, I have it on, but mm, I'm not really paying attention. Uh, eating unhealthy food, not exercising, things like that. I'm interested to hear, and maybe our listeners and watchers are too, viewers are too, uh, what are some bad habits you yourself, Pastor Matt, have formed during this time of COVID? Yeah, I don't have any bad habits. <laughs> no bad habits. Next question. No. <laughs> <laughs> Skip over uh, everything else. Yeah, let's see. Um, uh, Allison, my wife, uh, let me share hers. No, uh, if she was here, she could tell you my bad habits, but, uh, our wives are here. We should have just had them on. They would have been glad to tell you. I'm sure. Yeah. I think, uh, for me, no doubt, no doubt. One of the bad habits, I'll give you a few. Uh, one of the bad habits though, that I have formed, uh, this year is just, um, uh, it just overconsumption of social media. I don't, I don't know, for whatever reason, there's been some gaps, and this is part of what I talked about in the message um, that we deal with, but there have been some gaps in our life that have been created because of limitations that 2020 has imposed on us. We can't go and do, and so where, what do we fill that extra space with? And I think for me, uh, a little too much Twitter 
and Facebook. I've, I've added into my, my daily routine that. And so I know just, you know, um, two weeks ago, I was just feeling like, oh, man, I was so I got off Twitter and I was just so like frustrated. And so I, I just I said, that's it. You know, I'm, I'm, I deleted the Twitter app yeah. and made a pact. I'm not getting on Twitter anymore until 2021. So and then I got to just manage that better. But I felt a lot Did better. Did you get back on Twitter? I haven't yet. No. Oh, okay, that's I impressive. have actually gone about two weeks without being okay. on Twitter. But but that you know there was just frustration. I mean yeah. you know you, you, you become would, cynical. Yeah, a little more cynical. Yeah. I mean you know get up. You've probably saw that. Get up, walk around, and and take 30 minutes of your day just blowing steam after getting off Twitter yeah. and reading some stuff. But that's been a bad habit, I think. And, and then too. Um, Kind of picked up the habit of of uh, you know of watching a little too much Netflix you know at night. Uh, Are you it's, watching anything good? No, <laughs> like, <laughs> just wasting your like, time. Nothing is good. Like <laughs> like I'm watching this show right now about these people in Australia who are like uh, gold, like they're hunting for gold. They're gold rushers in Australia. I didn't know those existed. Yeah, and it's not even entertaining. It's boring. It's it's just it's crazy. You but got nothing else to do though. No, I mean it's just and I like you just kind of watch that and 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 kind of wind down for you know from what and and so anyway I've, I've just kind of started uh creating a little bit of a all right i won't watch anything until i've read uh, you know a book yeah. or something like i've got several books i love to read uh and and I, I, I there's never a point where i feel like i'm reading enough and so yet i struggle some with that so i'm, just, I'm gonna read for 30 minutes or whatever before i do anything before i watch anything on netflix yeah. you know at the end of the day so uh, trying to do some of that, yeah. get, get rid of some of those bad habits, cynicism, and just being skeptical of everything. Others talked about that uh, on the Facebook post, but that's been a bad habit too. I think I've developed this year is, you know, just being skeptical of yeah. everything, and that's not good for our our attitudes and our heart. I read a, an article today by another pastor, and he was uh, he was communicating hope and everything, and I, I read the article. I felt so much better uh, getting a message of positivity about the future. And I read something last week by a pastor uh, who, uh, or uh, really more of a, a researcher, Ed Stetzer, and uh, he hasn't been the most positive about you know COVID and and the world we're living in and the changes. But he started he's starting now to project when things will come back to normal somewhat this year, and that's starting to become encouraging to hear some of that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So maybe but I'm rambling get, there. Yeah, but you get so caught up in those things, and you waste so much of your time, and it does create a bad habit. For me, I rediscovered, not just discovered, rediscovered Krispy Kreme. So on the exercise part, and they have this donut called, like, the birthday cake donut. And so if you're uh, like a lot of sweets, you got to try this out. So I have eaten too many of those this year. Man, that sounds good. It is very good. Next time, we'll maybe we'll share some with Sean. Yeah, my wife keeps my eating habits on pace. Yeah, except my, for during the day when I'm, she's not around. <laughs> she's not around, and you got a twenty dollar bill, and she won't be listening to this anyway because no, she all. gets tired of hearing me. T- <laughs> <laughs> hey, why don't you go ahead and um, uh, man, I totally recap. Got, you want recap, me to recap? Right, that's yeah, it. Yeah, recap. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. and recap the sermon. So we started a series on habits, but you started the first habit this Sunday. Why don't you go ahead and yep. recap the first habit that you talked about, or the whole sermon as a whole, maybe in a couple minutes here. All right, we know how good I am with time. So let me let me start with uh, recapping Sunday's sermon. So we're talking about these habits, spiritual habits, really, regular practices that will change your life. Uh, the first 
habit uh, stands for uh, the, the letter H, and I know uh, I run the risk of sounding overly simplistic or uh, irreverent or uh, just shallow with this, but I just call it hang time with God. It's, it's just to make the acronym work. Okay, so we're starting with the first, the first letter in habits, H, and it just stands for hang time with God, hang time with God. You know, uh, you wind up becoming a lot like the people you hang with. And yeah. you hang around. I mean, the people you hang out with the most, uh, you begin to resemble each other um, in many ways, the way you think and all of that. And so uh, if we spend time with God, if we hang out with God more regularly, we'll become more like Jesus. And that's what I want to encourage everybody to do, to make that a regular practice that, you, that you're hanging out with God. Because I said Sunday that, you know, our lives are not really, I don't believe our lives are the product they're not really the product of a few good decisions or bad decisions. Our lives, I mean, those things have implications, and, and, and a few good decisions, a few bad decisions can help or hurt us in life. But our lives are more the product of our habits. Yeah. And so I, wanna, I wanted to encourage everybody Sunday to make spending time alone with God a habit, a regular daily practice, um, 10 minutes, 10 minutes a day alone in silence and solitude with the TV off, the radio off, the kids in bed or not up yet or, or something like that, uh, the phone put away where it's not at, it's, you can't hear it if it vibrates or be distracted by that. Ten minutes a day reading from the scriptures or reading from a devotional book and then uh, and, and praying and yeah. just talking to God. And I think that will uh, change our lives more than anything else. And so we talked about uh, the habit of hang. Hang time with God. And then you gave two options, right? How did those fit in? And then what were those two options? Yeah, so I think we have the, we have the choice to, to live life one of two ways. Okay. Option A is um, busy, noisy, nonstop, okay? So we can choose to live a nonstop, busy, noisy life. And if we do that, we'll experience frustration. That's what we're going to get. We're going to be frustrated. So I said... Uh, Sunday, and I'll, I'll remind our listeners uh, of this, that if you're frustrated all the time, ask yourself, am I ever stopping during the day? Are there, do, am I daily stopping, pausing, and spending time with God, or is it just busy, noisy, nonstop all the time? Because that's going to make us frustrated. Yeah. Um, you know, with COVID, you know, again, we, 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 we maybe haven't been as busy, some of us, some, some have not been as busy going, 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 but they just filled it with noise, yep. outside noise from the media and all of that. So don't, don't live that way. Uh, instead, choose to daily withdraw from all the noise. And I would say begin your day that way, if at all possible. Make that the first thing you do in the day is read some scripture or read a devotional book and spend time with God 10 minutes and, and if we do that, we'll experience satisfaction, peace, faith. We'll be more calmer in the midst of life as opposed to just being frustrated yeah. all the time. So, uh, I'm interested to see maybe how you personally, and I think our listeners and, and, and viewers would, would be encouraged to see, uh, how do you personally, I know we got just a couple minutes here, but how do you <clears throat> personally spend time with God alone? So you said 10 minutes a day, change your life. What do you personally do in your own life to make sure that you spend time with God and then maybe tell us what you exactly do. Yeah, so, I mean, for one, and, and you, you know this as well, and you've said this before too, but uh, for us, when we're as pastors preaching and teaching the Scriptures, we want to make sure that the Scripture speaks to us personally. 
I mean, the best messages are the ones that have spoken to us and God has used in our lives personally first. And so as I'm studying, the benefit of being a pastor is as I'm studying weekly to preach and teach and all that, I want to make sure that I'm not just in the Word to to prepare something to give to others. I want it to speak to me. So I am kind of forced to to do that. And a lot of guys will, they won't do it that way. They'll just prepare something to give to others. But I want to make it personal. I don't always do that, but that helps me. Now, for others, they may not have that opportunity. But for those that are listening or watching, if they teach a class or if they're interested in teaching a class, that's a good reason to teach. I mean, yeah, I heard, yeah. I think Philip Yancey said one time, uh, you know, he said he went out and wrote, they, they said, you know, why do you write all these books? And he's like, well, anytime I don't know about something, I just decide to write a book about it. Yeah. And then I go figure it out and then write the book. And yeah. Like, you know, you, if you if you put yourself in a position to teach others, then, you, you know, it forces you to, to learn. Uh, and so that's one thing. But I think the other is just like I'm going through, I think we'll link to this, but I'm I'm going through and, and I'm not waiting until January 1 to start. I went ahead and started at the end of the year. Uh, but I'm, I'm beginning the day with a little devotional book by Paul David Tripp called New Morning Mercies. Uh, okay. New Morning Mercies. And it's just a page, uh, but there's some depth to it and, it. and it just helps me to kind of begin the day focused on God and His grace and His goodness. Um and so I'm I'm trying to do that to yeah. to, to do it um, to to get away and, and to break from the noise and so like leaving the phone in the closet instead of it being my alarm clock, okay, getting just an old fashioned you know like alarm clock. And you so, have that. Yes. Okay. Yes, we have that. That's impressive. And, and uh, even you know this is my wife's doing, but uh, anyway, uh, but <laughs> we have this old we have this old school alarm. It don't even light up. You know, it's just old school uh, like alarm clock, but. Uh, but again, the phone is so. If it's right there at the nightstand, you know what you do? You wake up to turn your alarm off, and so you start you start checking stuff on your you phone. You see all the notifications. Yeah, yeah. And so that like, are pointless. Yeah, I mean, really. can it wait ten minutes before yeah. I hear from God and talk to God? Absolutely, yep. it can wait ten minutes. And so that that's kind of what I'm doing right now. That's that's uh, that's good. That's good. So even just setting your phone aside. How about this? We have a lot of. Um, and let me say, too, we'll link to that book that you mentioned by Paul David Tripp in the notes as well. So I think it'd be cool if you're looking for a devotional book, you can follow along with Pastor Matt in that book as well. Um, Maybe plug the reading plan, too, that we and, just set up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll plug the reading plan at the end as well that Pastor Matt and I are going through as well. I want to invite you to do that. Uh, we have a lot of viewers that are parents and grandparents, and we our church is multi-generational, and so we, lo- we love that about our church. But you have kids, and so maybe tell us, uh, are there ways that you're teaching your kids right now specifically to get along with God? What are you doing maybe even with your, your wife to make sure you guys uh, invest in your kids that way? I mean, the, the main thing we do right now, we've got a Bible story book, and we've gone through different ones over the years. Um, but we've got one right now that we're, we're reading through the whole scripture with the kids um, every night. And yeah. so we read through that with them, and we take time to pray with them every night before they go to bed. And that's and like so, 10 minutes, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. 10 minutes is about the time that we take with that. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's an excellent way to do that. If you don't have any kind of quiet time with your family, I know like my parents would call it like uh, family altar time. And I remember 10 minutes a night, uh, I still have these, these uh, you know, pictures in my head of my parents doing that with us. So I think just 10 minutes a day with your kids, getting a storybook Bible, getting something. We can link some, some resources to you, but uh, I think that would be a great way to start with your kids and grandkids as well. Um, well, as we wrap up, I did want to mention, too, about the daily reading plan that we're going to start. Uh, it starts tomorrow, so we're recording this on December 29th. It starts December 30th. 
Uh, and we're going to share the link there so you can join that Bible reading plan through the Bible app. An excellent way to do that. If you don't have any kind of um, you know, reading plan or if you're just starting from scratch, this is a great way to do it. There's just a couple verses to read. There's a devotional to read. And then you can even recap it with each other. So everybody in the group can recap it, talk about what they've learned together. And so we're going to link that in there, and then we'll share it as well through email so you can jump on that and make sure uh, that you uh, get in on that. Hey, as we close, do you got anything else you want to say? You know, I'm never at a loss for something to say. So, <laughs> oh, sure. No, let me just let, let me close with this last thought. You know, I, 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 for some may be watching or listening, and and they they re, they still haven't bought into this. I mean, they may have been here Sunday. They may have heard the mess. Might have heard the message. Maybe listen to this. They still haven't bought into the importance of 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 regularly and consistently. You know, spending time alone with God. Okay, I just want to say. Uh, Jesus, you know, Jesus did that. Uh, Jesus set that example for us. You can read that. I just went. Acro- I just came across a, a blog post today where somebody pointed out six times that Jesus chose solitude over even over people. Um, when he was getting ready to prepare for his ministry, 40 days out in the wilderness before he started his earthly ministry, uh, to recharge after hard work, he withdrew in solitude yeah. to pray, um, to work through grief when he heard about his cousin, John the Baptist, um, being killed, he withdrew to grieve um, before making big decisions like choosing the twelve to be the apostles. He withdrew and he prayed and he spent time in silence and solitude during times of distress. He did the same thing before he went to the cross, just to focus on prayer. There's actually is the sixth one, but there's actually a verse in Scripture in in Mark chapter seven that tells us that Jesus arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. This is Mark seven twenty four. He arose and he went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon and he entered a house. And he did not want anyone to know, hmm. yet he could not be hidden. Um, he, he literally went into a house, and he didn't want people to get to him and to find him. And um, I, I just think if Jesus, if Jesus did this, if he had to withdraw and find times of silence and solitude to reconnect with his heavenly Father— uh, then certainly we need to do that too. Yeah. And for us, it may not be the crowds coming to be healed. For us, it may be the TV that's trying to speak into our life. It may be the phone. It may be, you know, shutting these things down daily, regularly, consistently, yep. uh, be with God. We're, 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 we're going to talk more about this concept as we move forward. But I, I thought it was interesting, uh, you know, in the beginning of the Gospels, Jesus, you know, he appointed the 12 to be with him. And then in Acts chapter 1, he appointed them to go out and be witnesses. And so witness preceded witness. Witness preceded witness. Yeah. And I wonder if many of the times, we're if we're not being better witnesses of Jesus, it's because we're not being better witnesses. We're not mm. being with him. Mic drop. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right we're, we're, it's on the table. But uh, we're not being with him enough. I just, yeah. you know, spend time with him. Yeah. Uh, apart from me, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So abide in him and let his words abide in you. You can't, I, I cannot overemphasize the importance of this. Yeah. And what if our church just decided, and as we close, what if we just all decided right now, 10 minutes a day? I mean, literally, we, that's easy. 10 yeah. minutes a day. And we've given you a ton of resources. So why don't you decide right now to say, if you're not, or even if you are, maybe it just needs to be more, uh, you know, it, it, you need more quality there. Hey, just 10 minutes a day. I think that's good. We can follow uh, Christ's example. Well, Pastor Matt, thanks for uh, sharing that with us. We're glad uh, that you you um, 
I've come on today, and we appreciate uh, the sermon. If you didn't listen to it, please go back and listen to that. Next week, we'll have Sean Trollinger on, I hope I said that right, on the podcast. We're going to interview him, learn more about him. So make sure if you got a student in the student ministry, uh, he or she's going to want to listen to this, and then you as a parent are also as well. So especially those with students, you're not going to want to miss it. Put January 24th on your calendar at 6 p.m. for Vision Sunday. You're not going to want to miss that. And then be in prayer for our Upward Ministry. We really believe God's going to use this in a powerful way. As always, our podcast is sponsored by Lebanon Baptist Church in Greensboro, North Carolina. We appreciate our listeners, and we are so thankful that you've decided to join us today. And we pray that you have a great rest of your week. Thanks for joining us for Around the Table, a discussion all about the ministry and preaching of Lebanon Baptist Church. If you would like to learn more about Lebanon Baptist Church, visit lbcnow.org. Make sure to follow Lebanon Baptist Church on Facebook and Instagram, as well as subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening.